UFC on ESPN. Post-fight thoughts. Dun-dun-dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So the UFC event just got over on Saturday. I waited a couple days to do the post-fight podcast, and here you're getting it today. We only had two fights on that card that we did a pre-fight podcast on. That was the Watterson fight, the Karateate, and the Barboza main event fight. Um, Watterson came into that fight as the underdog. If you listen to the pre-fight podcast and you already know why we liked her and why we thought this was a good stylistic matchup for her. If you haven't and you're listening to this on YouTube, click the icon in the upper right corner and that will link back to the original podcast. Um, basically, Karate Hattie did what we thought. You could see that that she is a very skillful fighter. And like I said, going into this, on paper, she just it looked like a favorable, a favorable matchup to me and it turned out to be that way 30-27. I don't think it was really a close fight. I do think she won every single round. She did show a little bit of that ground game I was talking about. She was able to easily control her. She rolled off for the arm bar with, it was like 30 seconds left in the round. She did that specifically because she knew there wasn't that much time in the in the round and she was just going to try for the sub there. She didn't get it, but she controlled her. It was pretty much easy peasy, smooth, especially for a, a 135 underdog. Um, the size and strength, guys, she's skilled, but with Watterson, you're going to have to always look at the style matchup of who she's facing because it's not her skill set. It's when they're when they're bigger and stronger than her. And you could see in those situations where she had her on the ground, it would be different if, if the girl was bigger and stronger. Same thing in the clinch. She was able to do fine in the clinch, hold her own, even turn her around and get her own offense on. When she's facing a bigger, stronger girl, she can't usually do that. You saw the headlock throw. She's able to do that against somebody her own size. When they're bigger, it's a lot more difficult for her. Same thing with stamina, moving in in and out. All of those things become more difficult when they're bigger, longer reach, stronger. And so those are the things you're going to have to always look at when it comes to Watterson. She's very skilled, so you're going to have a tough time uh, counting her out on skill set. But what you have to always look at with her is who she's facing. What type of style do they bring? Are they big? Are they aggressive? Are they strong? These are the type of things that give Watterson trouble. I thought she performed really well. It was a nice win. The main event, we like the under in that. And again, if you didn't listen to the pre-fight podcast, first of all, what are you doing? Like, seriously? Come on, guys. Click the icon in the upper right corner or link back to the original podcast where we predicted what we liked in that fight. We took the under. It was high at the at the time that I did the podcast, somewhere around 5.15, 5.30. Originally, it opened like minus 3.80-ish. That was a much better line. I told you so at the time. Um, I still did like the under even at the 5-ish mark because I thought there was little chance it was going to go to a decision. If it did go to decision, I thought it was going to be Barboza because he has that type of style where Gaethje's just coming after you like a freight train is trying to take your head off. And you saw what happened. We talked all pre-fight podcasts about distance and timing. Barboza had to keep him at the end of his punches. And if he allowed Gaethje inside, he was in trouble. 
even if he had success. And you saw that in the very first round. As soon as Gaethje was able to close that distance, Barboza was in trouble. And there were a lot of times there where he was swinging like a crazy man and could have been caught in between those exchanges. It just didn't happen that way. But if you look at the sequence that got him put down and eventually out, he was pulling back out, trying to create distance with his hands down. And Gaethje just went forward and boom, jagalaka. That's all she wrote. Distance, guys, that fight was all about distance Gaethje was able to close that distance and and do better work on the inside than Barboza was able to keep the distance on the outside and do his work there and that was pretty much how we saw the fight going in Barboza with the advantage on the outside even though Justin did do good leg kicks and we mentioned that in the pre-fight podcast Barboza game game was on the outside where Gaethje's game was on the inside even though Barboza did okay on the inside They had significant advantages, one on the outside, one on the inside. And you saw what happened. The bigger point to this is before the fight, when I did the podcast, you guys know I talk about trolls and clowns and all this all the time. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is going to lead into a future podcast that I'm going to do. But I have people coming in on YouTube and actually commenting that it was awful analysis and why they liked the other person or the other fighter. It was going to go this way, that way. That's no problem. Like, I really don't mind that you guys disagree with me. In all honesty, you can do it in a douche way. You can do it in a civil way. You know, some people just are total losers and clowns. Whatever the case, thumbs down and all this stuff. Even, even after the fight, listen to this. I, I technically, both fights were capped correctly in one. If you listen to the podcast. And go look at the thumbs down on the video. I mean, some people have terrible, terrible lives. But beyond that, it's mindset, guys. And I told you this early. Go back and listen to some of my earlier earlier videos. The more and more I interact with people, even it doesn't have to be online, but you see it a lot online. But the more you interact with people, you realize why there are successful people and very, very unhappy unsuccessful people now this isn't just because i'm not calling these clowns out because i happen to win both fights that i capped and they were asinine with their analysis that was not just not just they didn't agree with me but awful analysis i'm not just pointing that out now go look in last week's podcast or the two weeks before that or whatever i think i got all my picks wrong on the ufc i'm not perfect by any means whatsoever I don't mind people disagreeing with me. I I can always learn. Sometimes, like when I mentioned the the, um, Pettis fight in that podcast, sometimes you can learn stuff from other people. And that's the thing. That's a mindset situation. And this is why I'm going to have to do another whole podcast on this. And I hope you guys listen to it. Because some of you have a problem equating the betting to the mindset. And you're missing out. I'm telling you right now. It doesn't matter to me if you're already successful in your betting career. Whatever you're doing online, in life. If you're semi-successful. If you're a hobbyist. If you're completely unsuccessful. If you're working your way towards success. If you're just starting out. If you're established. If you have a million followers, no followers. It doesn't matter. There's a connection here, and if you guys fail to realize the connection, you were always going to have 
lesser results than what you could have. And this this is what this channel is about. Of course, I give you guys value. That's that's the funny thing to me is that I charge nobody anything for this. Right. And and they still go out of their way to troll and downvote and talk shit and blah, 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 blah. But it's not unique to me, guys. That's the thing. And I'm going to follow this up in the future podcast. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. But also hit the notifications tab so that hopefully the YouTube notifications are working because a lot of times it comes across delayed. But at least then you guys know that it's out and you can listen to it at your leisure. It's one of the reasons I do podcasts versus video because you can be doing whatever it is that you need to do and just listen to me in the background. And hopefully I'm not annoying you too much that you want to shut me off. But hopefully this gives you value. That's what I'm looking to do from the channel. Of course, the betting gives you value. I'm giving you my expertise in the field. I'm breaking it down for you. I'm actually giving you both sides of the equation the best I can. And hopefully somewhere along the line, you're getting a nugget of tour information that will help make you money. That is value with a capital V beyond what most people ever can offer. Because this is literally my mouth speaking into a mic that can turn your wallet fatter. I mean, what what other kind of information can you do? And not only that. But we're talking about almost instantaneously. If I put out a breakdown video on Monday, you can usually bet that day. And then by Friday, Saturday or Sunday, you're going to have cash in your bank account if I've done it correctly. If you follow the advice and everything works out. That's amazing. You want to talk about a return on your time. That is stunning. So that's the first thing is that I am providing you value. So. When I provide you value, free value at that, but value, you can have paid value, you can have free value, you can have, you know, uh, a combination of uh, subscriptions or whatever, as long as there's value and people find value in it. But the fact that people go out of their way to discount that value, that's totally free, tells you a lot. It tells you more than what they even realize. And that's why I'm going to do a separate podcast on this because... I put out this podcast for value. It's fun. I'm not getting anything out of it other than the interaction. Like I said, I like to get the value from you guys to know that I'm helping you. I appreciate the comments. Even the thumbs down and the and the stupid troll comments, you usually see me reply to them. A lot of times I think it's hilarious. But actually starting now, I'm starting to be like pity these people because they're on a path that is destined to be a terrible, terrible situation for them. And I'm not just talking about betting. And like I said, I don't want to get in too much right now, but I do want to give you a little sneak peek so you guys actually subscribe if you haven't. Or when you get the notification and you see that it's not just directly about a betting headline, go listen to it because these are the tools. There's a reason that successful people think, act, and do things differently than other people and you whatever it is that you want in your life you have to realize this and the earlier the better i'm not saying if you're 40 50 60 70 and you're listening to this that you can't implement these things and improve your life 100 percent. but man if you're 15 16 18 20 you got a freaking leg up on everybody 
if you can implement these things and alter the way that you think. Think outside the box. Look at situations differently. We're going to get into it in the next podcast that I do, which is coming up. Right after I get done with this, I'm going to do the podcast. Hopefully, I have it up today. But if not, should be by tomorrow, Wednesday at the latest. But I think I'll be able to get it done today. I just got to make sure I'm in the groove and that I'm able to spit it out how it needs to be spit out. And hopefully, just like with the betting stuff, it gives you value. It may not be something that you can take, you know, on Monday and deposit into your bank account on Friday. But I guarantee you, if you listen, listen to what I'm telling you. Replay it over and over. Save it. Download it. Do whatever you got to do throughout your life. Listen to it. Try to implement the things I'm going to tell you that I believe that I've seen. Kind of the secrets, the hacks that I've stumbled upon. Not just about me. This is not just about me. And I'll explain that. Then I think over the long term, you're going to get a massive return because you've taken the time, the energy, and you've made action to actually change the way you think and the way you do things. And in the end, it's going to pay off. Trust me. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.